I'm pushing the button. Yay. And they show. Yay, we're yeah, back. We're <laughs> <laughs> You're the best. Oh, my goodness. Hi, Mrs. Ryan. Welcome back. Hello, hello. Hello, everybody else. Welcome back to the old late night play set. Here we go. Bring some things in here. Get scooched in. Uh, let's see. Tonight is Wednesday, December 11th, 2019. My name is Jay Ryan. This is Nicole Ryan. We are the Ryans. And as I mentioned, this is late night play set. Uh, we've got a guest this evening. Mr. Jordan Brady is here. Uh, we've been trying to get him here for quite a while. Um, we've had a couple reschedules, I think, on, on both sides for a very variety of reasons. But, 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 once he finally walked in the door today, I go, boy, that guy looks familiar. I think we may have worked together. I think we've actually worked together and we figured out uh, at, uh, at, a, at a creative company way back when for a commercial. It's so amazing how our worlds <laughs> Small just world. circle around each other all the time. Small world. So we've been shooting the shit ever since. Uh, and uh, we're going to do more of that when he gets in here. But uh, cars and, uh, and talk show history. He, he's got a lot of uh, comedy history. I said cars. I meant comedy i meant comedy sorry about that all right mrs ryan back to this uh i've only got a couple of hellos to do how about you what's no. going on with you same, same. nothing new really i like your tlg shirt uh Thanks, i have Michael. a um we haven't been doing the viewer mail on the show just because people have been i mean it's getting i mean how often can you open things but this was kind of a nice this is a little bit bigger and nicer than than just anything, so I wanted to do it on the show, and I'm looking at my phone here because it's from, all right, here we go, Indie Fabulous, Indie Fabulous. Now, we met Indie Fabulous um, when we did that 914 event for Triple uh, Zero uh, Magazine, not when oh, we went to it, when we were, part right. you know, went to it uh, at Photos by Teacher's House, but he sent, remember we met somebody at the end of the, the night, because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. Hi there. My name is Gary Smith, and I met you towards the end of the Triple Zero event at TJ's house. You were chatting with blah, 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 blah. I'd like to uh, – long story short, I am the former CEO of Polar Tech, recently sold it, and one of my customers is Sasha Prost, son of Elaine, four-time F1 championship. Sasha has a motorsports-inspired clothing brand called 8JS. Check it out. And he gave me a link, and he sent us a jacket, which is pretty darn nice. It's like a parka. Yeah. And really good for winter, but it's got cool racing gear. Oh, and it's yeah. Got, like it's, you know, it's really nice. And it's not just a, you know what I mean? I, 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 felt, I felt like I wanted to put this on the show because it was nicer than I was expecting. Hey, I want to send you a jacket. Like, okay, sure, no problem. Like, here's the address. Um, this is a very high-quality item. It looks really warm. Nice garment. Nice garment. So thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you very much, um, Gary, for that. Very cool. And... Um, See how that all works out, Mr. Ryan. If we like it, maybe they've got a lady size. We'll Ooh. see. We'll figure that out. Thanks, Gary. We'll uh, let you know. And then the only other thing was I was poking around the system here earlier, and I noticed something that they did an update. <laughs> I don't haven't figured out a way to incorporate it into the show just yet, but I have a feeling you and I probably will, because. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me if you think we can use this for any point, for any purposes. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
know, I'm thinking we could probably come up with questions and do an actual little quiz. Oh, you've got a bell there, and we could get a bell here. Or, uh, you know, just zingers, or uh, how many times uh, Mrs. Ryan is interrupted by me. Let's see. That's We're going to have to keep going high on that one. <laughs> higher and higher and higher. <laughs> you can, so. Buttons, buttons. That's a cool button. Trust, trust you to come up with some uh, some reasons to use that. So there we go. Jacket scoreboard. I'm done. Uh, I've got an East Coast feed to play. How about you? Anything else? I just I've been having a love fest for you all morning. For me? I, for you. Um, I get to relive when we fell in love all over again, all the time. Every time there's a Ghostbusters curve, anything. There's new love for some stuff that you did way back in the day, and I got to talk about it this morning. Really? Yes. (laughs) Yes, with some reporters I deal with. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. Anything I should know? No, not yet. Okay. It's It's all part of this big story we're we're part of. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what you all do with it. Um, so, oh, oh, we didn't do this yesterday, and we have to because we've got a, 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 this may be related. Mrs. Ryan, pushing the button. <laughs> yep. There you go. It's Dave Watch 2019. This calendar is sponsored by Hunziker Design. Thank you very much. Uh, today is December 11th, and I'm going to x on december 11th on this calendar denoting that mr david letterman is not sitting in that chair however if you've been paying attention we've been making a lot of progress in our quest to get dave here mrs ryan where are we at we're still in the maybe there's meetings to happen stage and uh, i'm meeting with ancillary folks that we've talked to over the years about this and like i said the ghostbusters video attention helps all that oh no kidding oh so that's what it is somebody saw the video the Ghostbusters video? The One of the writers I talked to months ago was actually in Vancouver at the oh, Ghostbusters. Oh, when they were shooting in the movie. Yeah, at the Ghostbusters thing. And so it came up organically that you know Dan Aykroyd. And why do you know him? Because you did a – you built the car and you did something with this vodka company. I, yeah, I helped out with a lot of that stuff. Helped you, out with a lot of that stuff. You did – yes, you helped out at events that he was at and his – yeah, I produce some stuff, and 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 yeah, whatever. Yeah, all that stuff will come out. It's all part of this big story. I don't story. know Dan Aykroyd. I can't call Dan Aykroyd and be like, "Yo, Danny." I know that you're not buddies, <laughs> but in the grander scheme of life, we're much closer to certain things than yeah, there other was a time. People. Yeah, there was a time in my life where Back to the Future and Ghostbusters and stuff like that was was pretty big. This morning was a big separate the men from the boys moment, and uh, this is part of the move pushing us up echelon. I love you, Mrs. Ryan. It was very cool of you to say all that. It made me feel good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I it love also gives you a me lot. something to, to latch onto because, you know, we're always moving forward, but we're moving forward in it, like this, in the same direction always, but like this, with every iron leading. It's not just one. So I, you never know what's going to hit, and you never know, you know, if all the effort you're putting in is worth it. It's easy, easy it. to get down on yourself. It's very easy to get down on yourself. I don't want you to because I think no. you're so adorable and I get to watch videos of you all the time. I love you. You're very nice. All right. Let's let's, let's put the sap away. Zap the sap. Uh, East Coast Feed, Mrs. Ryan. <laughs> Roll it out. East Coast Feed. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Mrs. Ryan. It's Brooke, the Carrot Man, and Coraline. Coraline, what are we, what are we getting here tonight? 
We got Dorothy, and I want to bring her home. We got a Dorothy ornament. We're going to bring her home. And we are at... I'm very excited. We're at Stu Leonard's, Mr. Ryan. Oh! Uh, getting our Christmas tree on our tradition. <laughs> and as you can see, someone's full of energy, piss and vinegar. You want to say goodbye to Jay and Nicole? There you go. How about Merry Christmas? Can you tell Merry Christmas? There we go. We love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Holy crap. Get that kid a candy cane. Holy smokes. Uh, so they're at, uh, oh, I wonder if I have it in here. I don't know if I do. I bet I can get it real quick. Here we go. This will be worth it. Uh, it is here. Here we go. This Christmas tree, which I just posted on Instagram. This is my first – this was 1997, I believe, Christmas of 97. This is in Danbury, Connecticut, and that Christmas tree had come from the same place, Stu Leonard's, where they were in that video. That's where the tree – Yeah. Mm, that's yeah. awesome. My first, my first Porsche <laughs> in 1986. I love Turbo. that picture. Now I can I just – posted it yesterday. I know, and I get to look at it like I watch videos of you. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Ryan, that's all the stuff I have to do. It's time to ask the question that's on everyone's mind. <laughs> What's going on, Mrs. Ryan? You know that Good Times uh, live action thing we watched? What? Good Times live action thing. Live action on the family Good Times. Many different things here. Yes, Jimmy Kimmel did a thing, and it was uh, uh, All in the Family and the Jeffersons. Okay, well, there's another one coming out this month that's Good Times. Nice. Dynamite, oh. Jimmy J.J. Walker. Oh, that, sure. that's that one? Okay. Yeah. Well, they're doing that one and another All in the Family. So the four that were in that are coming back. Woody, Woody Harrelson. He was and, Archie Bunker. Yeah, that was great. And yeah. Marissa Tomei was Edith. Yeah. So all the – and uh, Ike Barinholtz was one. That's and right. uh He might have been Meathead. Ellie Kemper is the Good. fourth one. Uh, but so this new one coming out, the next installment, Kevin Bacon. As – I don't remember. Oh, who oh in one of the old fans. Oh, sure, sure. That makes but sense. in the next installment, Justina Machada, who we both have worked love with her, and yeah. love, 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 and just she's yeah, on uh, all, uh, uh, one day at a time one now, right? On time. Pop Network. Also with Norman Lear. It's all love it connected. Love it, love it. Very happy. I can't wait to see her. And then Jesse Eisenberg is going to be the third new person. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a big deal. Yeah. It'll be December eighteenth, I guess, is the next one. What's the name of it? They called it some. Uh, Live before a studio audience? Yes. Is that what it was called? Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. Can't wait for the next one. Um, okay. Here, this is about a movie that I don't know enough about, but I know you do. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Love that movie. Do you know who wrote that movie? Uh, I think it's Tim Robbins. I mean, t- Tim Robbins. Tim Burton, right? It was his first. It was oh, he directed his directorial it. debut. Phil Hartman. Oh, I did know that. I forgot. And the guy that, that played Pee-wee. And Paul Rubens, yeah. I did not know Phil Hartman was Carl. involved in this in any way. Captain Carl. That's him? Captain, the sea captain, yeah. Hold it up to your ear. Oh, okay. not your ear, your ear. It was kind of an adult show in the beginning. Actually, do you know about that, Jordan? Do you remember the original Pee-wee's Playhouse, the stage show? Oh, of course. Or Pee-wee Herman show or whatever it was called. It wasn't Pee-wee's Playhouse yet. That was the kid's show. But was, do you remember uh, Captain Carl was a uh, – and Lawrence Fishburne was on Lawrence it too? Lawrence Fishburne, I remember. As, uh, I remember Captain Carl. He was Cowboy Curtis, and Captain Carl was uh, so Phil Hartman. I don't know. 
Well, anyway, Phil, what's his name? Paul Rubens is going to take the movie on tour for its 35th anniversary. How cool. uh, To 20 cities. Like taking a print around the cities. Taking a print and going to do like a Q&A afterward of like untold stories. It's a great L.A. movie if anybody likes, you know, like speed. There's so many great locations. Really? Yeah. Everything's around here. All the, the dinosaurs are out in Kazaban, and the, uh, the the bus station is the Glendale. It's Disney over there, the Glendale uh, animation. <laughs> I did not watch this movie, and so this is all. I did not know Phil Hartman. That makes me want to watch it. Phil Hartman is not in the movie. I, I can say that for sure. I one, mean, of, one of the stories I read that I know Paul's going to talk a lot about is how this movie came to be. It wasn't originally him on a bike until he was writing something else and the people on that movie gave him a bike. No way. Yeah, and that's how that happened. I love those stories. Yeah. The whole thing is about the bike. That's yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's all it's how every creative thing comes together. You know who you do like is is in it, but he's only for a cameo at the very, very end, but he's young and very, very handsome. Uh, who's the guy you like from uh, My Life? In, uh, James Brolin. He's in it? Yeah, he's got a cameo as he plays Pee Wee Herman in the movie at the end. It's great. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, nothing right now, Mr. Herman. Well, I can't wait to watch <laughs> that then. That'll be on tour next year. Um, there, uh, there, a patent has been filed by Tesla, Elon Musk, mm. whatever, for lasers to clean the glass parts of cars. I saw that instead of windshield wipers, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it, but I like that there's a patent in that direction. It's just curious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a weird thing when you realize we live in the future, right? Yeah, and then I had to, and that the past doesn't exist anymore. What we used to have is the present. It's like gone. We just all live in the future. Doesn't now. matter. And if you're not actually <laughs> driving, like what moves things out of the way is not as real. It's so weird to think about. But so that's the direction that's going. <laughs> um, okay. Lastly, though, uh, Alaska Airlines. I haven't flown in a long time, but so and apparently they've done this before. But uh, on the twentieth, they're gonna allow free priority boarding to anyone with the hug- ugly Christmas sweater. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that's cool though. It shows every, you know Celebrate everybody gets the, the season. Everybody man. gets the spirit like, together. Uh, yeah, everyone's doing their part, and that's what I'm celebrating out of all of this. Like it's just crazy times. We all talked about it earlier too. So everyone can do their little piece. I love it. I think that's great. Why yeah. not? Why not? And that's been <laughs> What's Going On, Mrs. Ryan. Great job, Mrs. Ryan. All right. Right on time. Uh, let's take a quick break. Get okay. Jordan Brady in here to talk about all the things. Probably not too much about cars. unless Are you into cars at all? Not particularly. Yeah, that's Yeah, that's true. Hundreds and hundreds of car commercials. It's awesome. Uh, he'll be in here in just a few minutes. We'll talk about all the stuff. More to come. Late Night Place. That'll be back right after this. <laughs> oh, so delicious. It's a hot sauce made by bears. Garlic and serrano mixed with love and care. You can put it on your eggs, pour it on your rice. It's great on a leg, it's better on a slice. It's oh so delicious. It's a hot sauce made by bears. Oh so delicious hot sauce. Great on everything except oatmeal. Get your bottle today at ohsodelicious.org. One dollar from every bottle sold goes to the National Military Family Association. 
Oh, like this. Like this. As if you don't know what you're right? doing. Is that good? As if. Nerd. As if. I don't want to be too close, though, right? <laughs> and here we are. We're sitting here with Mr. Jordan Brady. We're back, everybody. We're back. Hey. It's official. Yippee, yippee. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm just loving the show. I'm loving the energy, the rapport between the two of you. Right, this is just so fun to be here. Thank you. You're, you're awesome. so pleasant. Yeah. I can't believe you're here. And when you walked in, I go, I know that face. I know that face. We've worked together once before. Yes, we did. That's so We funny. did. It was uh, through one of the advertising companies. Yeah. I say company. Some people say agency. Agencies, yeah. But they do everything, and it was a great time. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I just thought of it as I was watching the uh, beginning of the show. No. I'm not a Porsche guy. I don't have a Porsche. I rented one one time. But my, my sister and my brother-in-law live in Germany, and they've bought their Porsches from the factory. Wow. The real, like the, the real, Mecca. yeah. Oh my! Like a couple times, <laughs> and when we get on that autobahn, my brother-in-law Joe, who I love, he's probably watching. Joe, I love you. He will fly on the back of Mrs. Ryan's uh, jacket. Here is the symbol for the autobahn. That's what that is. Yeah, that circle really? with the lines. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. To, there it is. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! There we go. That's fabulous. Good job, Mrs. Ryan. Bringing it all together. I'll look at it later. Um, do you fancy yourself a writer, a director? Uh, you're not. Do you still perform? Are you still a comedian? Well, you know, that's a question. I actually had to correct my Wikipedia page that someone put up because it says, is an uh, American director, is, was a stand-up comedian. Like it was is, is was. slash was a stand-up comedian. <laughs> I was a stand-up comedian back in the, the first comedy boom and uh, paved the way for many things. But... I mean, I do it once or, people. once or twice a year. <laughs> um, and I did a stint a couple of years ago. I did like a little mini tour uh, performing for the troops. Oh, that's and great. And that became a documentary called I Am Battle Comic, available on iTunes or wherever you I download. I saw that on your bio. So, was that with USO or American Comedy uh, or American Forces Network? Whatever. Armed, Armed, Forces Forces, Network. Armed Forces Entertainment. Armed Forces Armed Entertainment, okay. Yeah, and they service like USO tours as well. And I went with a great group of guys. It was such a blast. Who'd you go with? I went with uh, Don Barnhart, put it together, Slade Ham, Jeff Capri, and Bob Kubota. Wow. And Bob Kubota I've known, and Don, for 30 the, years. They're, na- they're names that have been around. Yeah. yeah. Wow. She, Mrs. Ryan has been uh, done some USO stuff as well. Really? You went with the Today Show. You went to Afghanistan with Jay Leno and... Uh, bunch of people Eliza Schlesinger and a lot yeah Kevin Eubanks and uh, Al Roker and Craig was there yeah she went to Afghanistan fun you went to Bagram Air Force Base yeah that's where I went I mean that's really the only place you can go in Afghanistan where you go (laughs) yeah (laughs) I I wanted Eliza to be in that documentary she's in my first documentary on stand-up comedy called I Am Comic that's available on iTunes or wherever you download (laughs) And, but uh, I couldn't work it out with her because she blew up. Yeah, right, right after we... Look at, that. That? Look at that. That's... Uh, I Look love you. that photo. Yeah, she blew up right after that. She's. A, I love her. She's amazing. That's a riot. Is that Craig Robinson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's oh, a riot he's so funny. Too, he's so yeah. funny, yeah. Such a funny dude. Look at us. Oh, there we are. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the kind words. You have been so stinking nice since you got here. I feel like the energy uh, is probably bouncing off of you. I think. I think. That, I think you brought some of it. It's not just us. I am a <clears throat> conduit for a good time. I don't claim to spark the good time. It just channels through me. Okay. And I try to live life like that. So I you're saying there present. was a good time happening here, and you're just and I brought more in. I threw logs on your good vibe fire. 
I brought some kindling of love, and here we are. I like it. Well, talking shop a little bit, you mentioned that when you were a comedian, it was during one of the comedy booms. Yeah, the first comedy boom. We were having a brief discussion right before we started taping. Can you maybe extrapolate that a little bit and what you mean and for other people who maybe don't know about the comedy booms? Well, you know, there were obviously comedians in the 50s that were uh, opening for bands and doing nightclubs, right, and the Playboy Club circuit and all that. If we start comedy for the modern viewer with um, Carlin and Pryor, mm-hmm. and I pick That's those fair. two because they're they're the real pillars of the modern stand-up, and there's other greats, then the boom really happened because uh, that was 60s and 70s, really the 70s. But in the 80s with cable television and comedy clubs and people going, hey – I want to go to a club in my town. There were never clubs in Birmingham, Alabama until the 80s. So that boom allowed for other comedians to fester, oh, right? Percolate and a little bit. Percolate. And, uh, and I'm a product of that. I started in Richmond, Virginia. Like, why was there a comedy club in Richmond, Virginia? Did. Is that where you're from? Uh, I spent some, some time there. Yeah, it was. They, they <laughs> opened a up comedian. a spent some time. In they opened up a club in the basement of a British pub. That's what it was, right? Yeah. So it was a low ceiling. You could grab the the uh, sewer bar or whatever that uh, pipe is. Sounds like the townhouse in Venice now. It was yeah. so great. It was so great. And and then comedy became a little more polished. The the presentation of comedy mm-hmm. in clubs. And was that then, because of TV or just how the art was going? I think it was because of television. Because yeah, A&E at the Improv, Comedy comedy Strip Live or Comic Strip Live, there were yeah. so many TV shows where we were kids not going to the clubs like you, but we were watching it on television, becoming fans of comedy. And that's what killed the first boom. Television. Television. When, when it got to be, hey, I can go see that guy that I saw on Showtime's Comedy on the Road – at the you know the Chuckle Hut. By the way, Chuckle Hut is the, is the go-to uh, fictional comedy club. I don't think there's ever been a club called the Chuckle Hut, but every no. comedian says the Chuckle Hut. The right? ha ha hole. <laughs> the ha hole. That's a good one. And so then it, the scales tip the other way when people would go. Well, why do I want to go out and get a sitter and have two drinks and get some oh. fried food when I can just watch them on any one? Like I can click the channel and see uh, a comedian every other every other click. So then this the club the starts to die. Late eighties now, yeah. late eighties into the nineties, and then uh, I think there was a second boom around the millennium, the late nineties to the two, early two thousands. Okay. When Comedy Central was showing a lot of stand-up and they started producing stand-up again, you saw a lot of Comedy Central presents Mm -hmm. and these half-hour specials. Yes, yes, the half-hour special was born. So that would be the the second boom around the late 90s. And then in the last 20 years, it's interesting to me because I'm a comedy nerd, right? Yeah. Is Is it a third boom that we're still in or is it kind of a fourth boom? Oh, I see. Right? With the the Netflix special. So we're in the Netflix boom. I'm worried that that would do what television did, which is kill the going to the comedy club. Or is it having the opposite effect these days? Well, I don't have the answer. I'm no soothsayer. But I do do think... You're so well informed. That the, the, the middle class has been killed. So you have a lot of comedians doing open mics and bringer shows where you have to... You have to seduce your friends to paying to mm-hmm. go out and pay to play. Yeah, yeah, it's pay to play, like it was with bands. But then the the upper class are doing theaters 
and uh, I mean some arenas. Like look at Kevin Hart, look at Dave Chappelle. They can fill. We both we both work with both of them. <laughs> we can. They can fill Madison Square Garden. Many or many nights. Carnegie Hall. Several and, nights. Dave Chappelle did a, a residency. Yeah. So I think that's cr- I think it's crazy. It's so maybe that's like a little uh, a little uplift in the third boom. Well, what I, you, something you brought up earlier that I found interesting way back in the day, there were I think you said twenty five comics. Call it that. Or sure, twenty five people commi- doing the job in the seventies. There were probably you know. By the way, a great podcast. Uh, my friend Wayne Fetterman, who's he's been here. We love Wayne. Wayne was on the show. Sure, yeah. we love Wayne. He hosts the History of Stand Up. Okay. It's a great podcast. Is that and, new? Yeah, it's, it's going to start its third season. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Go check it out. And then Rich Scheidner, who was a co- uh, big comedian, HBO specials and whatnot in the 70s, 80s, into the well into the 90s. And Rich is uh, a guy that I followed back to – he had retired from stand-up and was just writing for like 13 years. Mm-hmm. And then I followed him back to – to doing stand-up again in I Am Comic, available wherever you download your, <laughs> right. your products. That's right. Um, Rich so Scheidner good. has a one-man show he's doing about the history of stand-up, and he goes all the way back to – I'm going to get the guy's name wrong, but it's it's Artemis somebody Whoa. who was like a student of Mark Twain's. Oh, my Lord. And he, and he would go around doing funny lectures like Mark Twain did. Yeah. And he takes that all the way to the Chappelle era that we're in now. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, but it's probably pretty good. It's really – it's a great one-man show. The podcast is great. And, uh, uh, you know, I find it interesting. Have you – I grew up a fan of specific – I mean all comedy, but specifically I found like Carson and then Letterman. I found these type of shows, everybody from Cabot, Mike Douglas. I watched them all. Um, uh, were, was the desk and chairs type of show important to you in any way when you were coming up loving comedy as a kid? Or, or absolutely, it? it was. It, well, I mean, Carson was the you know that was Caesar. You yeah. you live or die, right? With Carson, <laughs> yeah. and to be on Carson in the pre-cable comedy era, Carson was with everything, the right? sole was, outlet. Yeah. So three channels. I'm sure people have talked about this before. You, I like hearing you. I know how I feel. I like well, hearing how other people feel. If if you saw a comedian on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, and these clubs are popping up around the country, and you're in Duluth, and that comedian that was on the Johnny Carson show it's coming through comes to your town, you're like, that's the guy that was on the Johnny Carson show, and then everyone it, in town will come out to this show tonight. Absolutely, right. The worth the worth of being on television, I think, got watered down. When it was, you've seen him on A&E's Evening at the Improv. Like, <laughs> I was on Evening at the Improv at least six times and twice with Wayne Fetterman as a musical act because we were so tired of doing stand-up on these shows. Holy smokes. You had to entertain yourselves. And you didn't want to burn out material. Oh, that's the other thing with TV. Yeah. yeah. So you, you know, we say in it that the that's inter- some, something new. That's a good point. The interesting tipping point with uh that for me and i never reached the level of uh people calling out the the jokes or punchlines because i saw jim gaffigan in the hot pocket phase of his career fill an arena and people wanted he told me that uh in an interview people actually threw hot pockets on the stage you saw that didn't you You saw that i worked with them for a couple years i heard those stories the hot pockets 
and, the hot I think pockets. they were frozen. They weren't microwaved. That would I mean that'd be a lot of effort. <laughs> I think they were still in the package yeah. too. But it was like the uh, Tom Jones kinds. in the underwear. It was the same kind of thing. Yeah. They're throwing up the hot pockets. And then I saw Jeff Foxworthy, probably about ten years ago, perform in the round, sold out at the Phoenix Arena, mm-hmm. Phoenix Dome, where he would do the redneck jokes and people would finish them. Oh my goodness, that's ha- I mean, you, do, you don't even need to be there. That's amazing. But he did, to his credit, he did an hour totally in total he did an hour 40 oh i see and it was only like 10 minutes of that so it's it's like but the crowd probably loved it yeah it's like doing purple rain prince would do purple rain at the end for the encore you everyone's singing along but it's so. for them i don't think anyone on this show has ever compared prince and jeff foxworthy <laughs> i'm going to have to go back and check the tape yeah but you might be right <laughs> Uh, okay, so Johnny, sure, but what about Dave or any of the other guys? Well, David Letterman on NBC. That's it. That was the Six that eight. was the best. Yeah. In fact, I stopped watching Carson and would do you know crochet or do whatever I did until <laughs> Letterman came on, and and that sh- I mean just from stupid human tricks and the Velcro suit and pedestrian races is her favorite. Yeah. The, the ridiculousness. Just one. bulbs, just lamps, just shades, <laughs> like all that stuff. Just brilliant. And his man on the street, so dry and funny. It's very Steve Allen. Yeah, yeah. More so than anyone else, I think. Yeah, agreed. And I, I never watched, I mean, I was too young to watch Steve Allen. So I've seen just They're all YouTube tapes now, and, so yeah, I, clips. I collect it, yeah. Uh, but, and then Conan was sort of the heir apparent, right? I guess. But it didn't. That it, was one of my first jobs ever, and it wasn't Letterman anymore. Right. And it was like Conan had just started. So I was always jaded, even though I was so grateful to be there. So I'd, I'm curious to hear. I don't have a clean opinion about Conan from that time frame, so I love hearing other people. I'm oh, sorry. Well, it just seemed like this guy came from out of nowhere. He came from out of nowhere. He was a yeah. writer upstairs. <laughs> yeah. We, we never knew him, and no, I don't think anybody thought it would work. And now the Conan show, I love its irreverency and, and Can I tell you, there was a period where we were getting weekly pickups picked up by the week. Wow. Not from kidding. affiliates around the No. The, the network the net- was making network, those decisions yeah. based on the affiliates and all that other oh, stuff. The oh, network I understand. was getting one week like pickups at, at, at some point. Not in, ordering like, a season. Not even three months, six months. It, it was a week. <laughs> so had you, went, it down you to, had a job week to week. They had gotten it down to you didn't know. Yes, it was come Friday. Are we coming, coming back on Monday kind of thing? And, and we were, and it went. And, it, and obviously the rest is history. But there was a time that people don't remember where it was like, oh, you, were, you work at 30 Rock? That's amazing. What show? Conan? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> and, and whoever the next guy, will you be there too? Like it was that kind of the question. You know, people were concerned about job security. I heard there was a show like that out in California where they would just pick up writers at Home Depot. Week after making, week. Is this That's a, a joke. That's a bit. I tried. <laughs> I swing and a miss. Sorry. Well, wow, if, wow. if you had attached it to a show, I would have thought, oh, he's I really know. saying I, something here. And, and I was going, and I thought, should I just abort? I can't keep up with these two. The Ryans are about the gate. They're boom, boom, boom. I'm oh, gonna... that's not true. That's not true. Um, all right. Cars. Cars. You said something before. You've done a lot of car commercials. That's probably pr- hundreds, hundreds of car commercials. Uh, why? Why are you a comedy person doing car commercials? How did you, how did that come to be? This is kind of funny. So, I don't know why, but because I did comedy. That's hysterical. I did comedy. <laughs> no, I. It, I'm trying to. I'm trying to frame it so it makes sense. But um, 
my I got I started doing commercials, started directing ads, and one of my first real jobs was a Kia commercial back twenty some years ago. Oh, before they were huge. Yeah, before they were they were they were cheap cars. Yep. Like literally, it was like a six thousand dollar car. Yep. The Kia Sofia. Sorrento and the Sofia. Yep. Yeah. In fact, the first one we 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 <laughs> spooked. Did was you a just little, snort? Was a little, <laughs> <laughs> the Sofia was a little uh, SUV typey little thing, like a little tiny samurai thing, wasn't it? It was a little a little uh, like a high. It car. made a Corolla look like a Rolls Royce. <laughs> okay, okay. And I was still doing stand up, you know, on the side, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm directing. I did some indie films and whatnot. And I got hired because I had a comedic take. I had done a spoof movie, and this was a spoof of those pretentious Lexus Acura or uh, with the ball bearing with the ball bearing and all that. So stuff. instead of the ball bearing, we <laughs> so had, literally you spoofed that actual. Do you remember? I this? literally spoofed that commercial. Was my first big thing, and we put dominoes on the roof of the car, oh, and they went right. down. And comedian Chip Chinnery, <laughs> he's been here too. Chip Chinnery got the part, and we did a bunch of commercials. And I'll never forget when Paul Provenza, dire- uh, director of the Aristocrats. Yeah. Not the Aristocats. That's a Disney class. Hoster of the Green Room. Yeah. Host of the Green Host Room. Host of the Green Room. A dear man. I remember him, and I'd worked with him on the road, right? Chip Chinnery and I share the same birthday to the day to the year. Oh, but that's I cool. Dig- yeah, it's fun. So we always, <laughs> so you know. The year is neat because, like, yeah, that's neat. It's different. We've so, been on the earth the same amount of time. Provenza is doing in the the bit in the callbacks, and he starts his thing, and he goes, "Jordan, what are you doing here?" Because I'm on the couch with the advertising creatives and the producer, and I go, "I'm directing. I called you back. I saw the tape. You were great. This is back when you put a tape in of an yep. audition." And then he starts to do it, and I give him some direction. He goes, "Okay, okay." And he starts. He goes, "No, really, you're the director." <laughs> and the two guys that hired me look over like. Are you sure you're a director? Like, what is this? Some ruse? Yeah. Uh, he Paul did not get the part. I was just going to say because yeah. this guy that we don't like seems to really like you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and that was a car commercial that I got based on comedy, and that launched my career. Wow. Chuck Meehan was the creative that brought me in, and he and I have worked on and off. Uh, we did these commercials with you know Catherine Hahn from sure. Uh, from everything. I Love Dick, from Step Brothers, We Are the Millers. She has a new show, too. I should probably mention that. Bad one. Words. We love her in Bad Words. Bad Words. So, so, look at me. so good. Um, so we did some Chrysler spots with her, mm-hmm. dancing on a minivan. I love those spots. And, I, I know them. Yeah. So that that has all sprung from, I call it the Tree of Chuck, because my friend Chuck gave me that first chance, and then other people see that you do cars, and uh, there's an actor, Pat Finn, who he was on Seinfeld and uh, he's he's been on a lot of uh, the what's the show the middle he's on the middle okay right and he and I do Toyota commercials for the Phoenix Valley Toyota Group every Brilliant. year since two thousand five holy smokes <laughs> we just did them two weeks ago and the agency they're the best people in the world the agency folks. And Pat Finn and I have been – I mean, that's, that's – How big like, is their dealer group that they have their own agency for regionals? That, you I know, mean, this is, this is big. Yeah, I mean, no, I, this, no, this is, is big. So they have – I think there's 11 or 12 it's – like, it's a consortium of dealers right. that pool their money. But if – like, the, the, 
the common man right now watching, or woman, I say man, you know, because no we one know. says common woman. We know. Common person watching the show. It sounds crazy. Is like, Jordan, we, we know those Toyota commercials with Jan from Toyota, like the Celathon. Right. And they maybe not know <laughs> that she's called Jan, but I've worked with her, and those are national. <laughs> the stuff I do with this tremendous, this wonderful actor, Pat, he's an improv guy. Uh, he has an improv group with David Koechner. Has he been on the show? No, but we love I worked let's with him get, on SNL. Let's get David Koechner on the I'd show. I'd love to. Right? Yeah. Um, if you go to Phoenix, there's cutouts of Pat on top of the cars, in the dealership, on giant billboards going down the, the 101. On the East Coast, there's a Bob's Furniture guy. Yeah. And he's, a, just a, he's, just a, he's probably just an actor. It's probably not even the guy. Crazy Eddie back in the day. Yeah, Remember, sure. It's the same kind of thing, right? So they're just making this guy famous as a car sales guy? Oh, yeah. He's, just, he's a character. He's a character. He, it happens to be named Pat, like Toyota <laughs> Pat. Sure. But he gets off the airplane in Phoenix. Like he'll do a charity golf thing or whatever. Yeah. And people, they want his autograph. But here's the here's Morning, the radio, secret stuff like that probably they don't people in the Phoenix area, and I'm not knocking this. I think this is great. They just assume he's a national icon, like, like he is Flo from Progressive. They don't know it's regional. They don't seems know. and feels national. Yeah, that's and we mm-hmm. produce them at a national. You're you know, good. the quality of it. Yeah. It's I mean, why they look actors like... could do advertisements overseas and not domestically before <laughs> that was a thing. Huge. Yeah. It, it, it looked like it was everywhere, but it was really just in France. Right. And the French people think it's global. Right. Uh, for relaxing times, make it Suntory time. It's kind of similar. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but is, 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 I hope this is interesting to the, to the viewers. Because, I mean, it's shop talk. I think it's interesting, but who knows? I'm fascinated. I could talk to you all day. I mean, we almost did. We kind of forgot to start the show. <laughs> You're too kind. Uh, uh, where were we going with that? Uh, that's all fascinating. Hot sauce. We were going to hot sauce. Okay. Is that, you want to transition to the hot sauce? Is that what we're going to do? All right. So this is, this is a one-of-a-kind. This is military-grade acrylic. I made this um, hot sauce caddy just so I can carry it around because I, I love hot I see. A nice tote. But uh, this glue. is my kids and I make this hot sauce and we sell oh, it. You're serious? Yeah, and we give a dollar per bottle to charity. And the charity we've had since the beginning is the National Military Family Association, oh, which I found out about doing the documentary "I Am Battle" comic available on iTunes, <laughs> because comedian Dave Attell had a button. He's in "I Am Battle" comic. Dave Attell had a button on his website. Not a plug. It's just like in the corner it says, you know, donate. Just Nash- a donate button? Yeah, like That's a donate awesome. button to National Military Family. And I, I asked him about it. And he goes, oh, they're great. And I went and did a show for him. And, you know, I found out about what they're doing for kids of our deployed troops, your mom or dad's in Afghanistan or something like that. And I started digging around. I just thought they were great. I think what they're doing is great. So with I Am Battle Comic – when it came out in 2017, we distributed – we just did a series of one-night events in about 10, 10 or 12 cities. And we, we've given all the money to charity from the film. And then, you know, a film has a life. So the hot sauce is perennial. So garlic serrano is our <laughs> flagship flavor. It's mild. It's an everyday sauce. It's great on eggs, rice, chicken, pizza. And if you want an extra kick, <laughs> an extra kick, we have habanero rojo, 
And that's 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 a, a more of a vinegar based <laughs> sauce. That's a little hotter. And I love, love your uh, your little bears here. Sadly, bears? I drew it myself. I love it. <laughs> it's that's our tagline. It's a hot sauce made by bears. Oh, I and see. This is ghost pepper, which has a Ooh, lingering oh, this is, a is lingering this... heat as well as Well, isn't ghost pepper the really It is, but but here's the deal. All of our flavors at Oh So Delicious are for flavor seekers. They're not burning your mouth. What's great uh, about that one, there's a little num- numbing effect on the lips afterwards. And if you'd like to try, <laughs> I stopped and got some uh, Simply Salted Chips. Wow. Because it, it, it'll, it'll just enhance the flavor. Oh, are we supposed to do it right now? I mean, if we can. Oh, sure. right? Absolutely. We've got water. Absolutely. Okay. Just whatever you like. <laughs> I think just just make a mess is probably let's what it's. Start, let's start at the beginning. Okay. Okay. So garlic serrano. This is you're and the gonna, tote you're taking, but you're leaving the hot sauce. I, this is one of a kind. I mean, you can see <laughs> that. I was so excited about it. The best design. Yeah. So go ahead and try that on a, on a chip. Okay. And the, and this is an everyday is hot sauce. Shaken I mean, up? You shake yeah, it? I shook it. Okay. I shook it. It's good. okay. Would you like a chip here? Can I make you one? That'd be great. All right. This is great. We've never done a cooking segment. <laughs> Although we are equipped to. You saw yeah. The, we, <laughs> right? The flat next door is a nice kitchen kitchen setup. See, it's not too It's not too hot. It's very mild. But that, that garlic enjoyable. and serrano. Yeah, enjoy, it's supposed to be enjoyable. This is not like hot ones. You, you know, say it was supposed to be enjoyable? It's supposed to be enjoyable. You know, it's kind of funny. I actually enjoy this. It's quite good. Yeah, now. Now I'm getting the heat. I got the garlic at first. Now I'm getting the heat. But it's not a lot of heat at all. It's, it's, not, it's I don't not a lot. Here, typically like heat. And this is the right amount. Oh. Yep, good, good. Mm. There you go. Load it up. Yeah, it's not, bad. it's not bad at all. Now, and this is my son. My son, Jake, is in the bear suit. Hello, Jake. He plays Oso the Bear in our commercials and videos. This is he, his son. This he likes kid. this one. Uh, because it's got an extra kick. It's a right. habanero rojo. And they're keto friendly. They're I love that we're gluten making a mess free. on the Dave desk. Yeah. We, Isn't that we, kind of the coolest? Clean. It will clean up, right? There's been Drew Barrymore well, yeah, stood he, on this desk. There's been more. Oh, that's good. He, there's a hidden Mickey there. He did, uh, uh, I feel like, far worse than whatever we're doing. It'll clean up. Yeah. So the habanero rojo is going to. But gonna, more importantly, these chips are great. Where do we get these? <laughs> are these available on Amazon? No. Starbucks, simply salted. <laughs> We're not plugging the chips. The chips are merely a delivery vessel. Oh, I see. Delivery what? method. I enjoy your uh, bear, your son bear suit guy's favorite. What's your son's name? Uh, Jake. Jake. I have, I have four children. Right. Jake, it's interesting. Jake um, is my oldest son. He dresses up in a bear suit. And we've been to like... First Friday's food truck night in Venice. Oh yeah, we and we that. gave we gave hot sauce to people to try. And my son Ben, who's a young director, he um, wow, look at you. He videos the commercials. <laughs> my daughter Gigi is a marketing major at UT. She's doing a photo shoot for Christmas. There you go. And my daughter hey. Gabby wants nothing to do with this. There you go. <laughs> well, is what? she just not into hot sauces, or she doesn't want the family oh, she's, business? She's busy. Just... She's a busy gal. What's she do? She's at USC in the oh, School of Dramatic good. Arts. Oh, no kidding. Ooh. What's she want to do? Is she going to be an actor? She's an actress, dancer, um, musical theater. She does it all. Awesome. Quite ta- all talented kids. So it's a family project. 
which is why we give a dollar per bottle. Where do I say this? Uh, right here. We give a dollar per bottle that we break, sell, give away, open on the show to nationalmilitaryfamily.com. No That's kidding. Incredible. .org. Bravo. I think it's .org. .org, sure. Yeah. So it's not a lot of money. It's a hobby, right? Yeah, but it's but nice we're thing. trying to help. And, You're doing and something awesome. Every little bit. And I, I think you indulging me with this hopefully will bring a little bit of awareness that when, and you know this from your, your trip, that our troops, when, they, when people volunteer and serve, and I'm a snowflake liberal, okay? But when a family member serves, the whole family pays the price. Yeah. Oh, that's right? interesting. We did. There, there's a lot of uh, awareness that is coming to that element of like it's not just you out here fighting. Your kids are back home. They miss you horribly. Here's ways to communicate with them. They're, they had books that they uh, the soldiers could read on tape and send home to their kids. Oh, it was really yeah. cool. And Skype must change the whole mm-hmm. dynamic, right? Zoom, Skype, yes FaceTime. and no. Not there's not service everywhere. I thought that too. Like easy, like we fix this, and they're like people don't have service everywhere where they can talk to. So sending stuff on tapes helps. Huh? They you should have know. like a video booth with a high speed internet. You know what disgusted me being at Bagram Air Force Base in Afghanistan and and then bases in Kuwait and other places and maybe or may not Iraq. I can't really say. Um, that the internet service was not free to rank-and-file servicemen or women. That they have to pay... Can I curse? Yeah. That they have to fucking pay for internet serving our country at that wage. Yeah. They had stores for, like, normal stuff that we all went to by the end to get a shirt, and they're like, no, they buy shirts. Yeah. Back to the hot sauce. Oh, right. (laughs) Sorry to bring us down. Now, this... This is this is my personal favorite, but that's going to be too hot. For no, us. no, no, because okay. because Oso Delicious hot sauce is made for the flavor seeker, not the mouth <laughs> burner. Okay, so but it, it's going to take a few. Say whatever seconds. you want. I'm already clearing out here. <laughs> and just a couple drops. All right, here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. That's a lot. More than a couple drops. Yeah. Is that right? Yep. That's a lot. Yeah. That's, a, that's a lot. <laughs> and you're going to want to – it's going to take about 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. To, to open up like a wine opens up. Well, yeah, I feel it happening already. Right? It's not too hot, though. <laughs> I'm still a little nervous. I feel, I feel it. I feel it in my face. Like in my – I feel I – Yeah. I feel the sweat coming out of my <laughs> face. Well, you saw me before. I kept going back. Yeah. It is addictive. I'll give you that. And it wasn't the chips because I went for just a chip to see if that was it, and it wasn't it. It didn't do it. I needed the stuff. Each flavor has a, a little bit of opioid in it. Ah, uh, that would explain it. Can you feel it, it keeps though? Keeps them coming back. You feel it coming? It's not yeah, too hot. No, but it's. You're exactly right. It's not affecting my mouth. I'm getting all of the other stuff as if I had had something really hot, but without the. Well, it's creeping up on me a little bit. <laughs> it's not bad though. It's not a bad it's creeping thing. Up it's on a good a thing. Bit. But I, I am noticing more in the head. Like, I can feel the sinuses and stuff like that. It kind of clears it up a little bit. Like, I'm feeling it right now. Open up in my mouth. Yeah, breathing yeah. helps, yeah. Take a breath. And there's a bit of a sting. It's like it's like a wonderful bee sting in, are, on the lips. Are you? <laughs> That's our sales pitch. Sting We're still working the, things out. Girls had makeup like this a while ago. We're good. 
I remember that. <laughs> my friend sting. came with it. My friend came up with it. <laughs> the bee sting? Doo-wop, doo-wop, yes. lip, lip gloss, or lip... Uh, the lip balm that puffed him up the... Uh, puffed for up the bee lip? stung lips. It was doo-wop. It was Laura DeLuisa, who was a... Who, hang on, I'll give, I'm going to blow your mind. It was <laughs> the same person who cut Carrie Russell's hair on Felicity. That was her? Mm-hmm. She's the oh, hairstylist on Felicity, my. and she and the makeup person from Felicity... Uh, Christina something or other who I can't remember were two Italian girls hence Doo-Wop uh-huh. that's where the name of the company came from that's and their first product crazy. was eye gels you remember the eye gels yes. uh-huh. and then later lip venom lip, lip venom. Yes. venom that's it lip venom for bee stung lips and, and then all of their things were tested on actors not animals which was the coolest tag I'd ever seen that's funny tested on actors not animals. Why, why was that a look that people aspired to have well, it hasn't changed. They've just turned to injections and yeah. stuff like that. Well, I guess you're right. They've made it a lot worse than just. You still have a little, a little Apparently residual. Apparently, boys really. like good. fish with big lips. It's on the SNL. We just watched Jayla. Oh, right. <laughs> I haven't seen that fish yet. Lips. Yeah, it's good. The, it's it's a fun uh, show. It's half and half for me. Yeah. Some stuff was really good, and some stuff just all right. Ready. For the ahead. funny stuff is so good, but that lip thing was real. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Comedy booms we got through. How about flying tigers? Well, you know, you mentioned working at Letterman. Yeah. And uh, I did it when I was a comedian. I did a show in Columbus, Ohio. And one night, Jack Hanna is in the audience. And I grew up in a small town called Mount Vernon, Ohio, home of the original Center Square, Paul Lynn. (laughs) This is amazing. Yes, of course. It's amazing. By the way, if you buy all three, it's called the Flavor Seeker Fun Pack. Oh, I see. The Flavor Seeker Fun Pack. So you get one of each, and that's three dollars to the charity because there's three bottles. That's right. How did you? What? Why did you? Uh, what does Mount Vernon mean to you two? No, nothing. I just uh, I, I don't want to say it here. I used to date somebody from Ohio, and we, we, I spent some time around there. Oh wow! <laughs> in Mount Vernon? In and around that whole area. <gasps> that's hillbilly country. She was in Mount. Mm-hmm, she was in Mount Pleasant. <laughs> yeah, Mount Pleasant. Who was it? I have no idea. People from Mount Pleasant would come to Mount girl. Vernon for supplies. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a big deal that somebody had a bus bench. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they were a realtor with the bus bench. Oh, they're, like you were talking about the regionals before? Like, yeah. oh, they're famous because they've got the bus bench. <laughs> sure. <in town>. Sure. <laughs> That's a really big attorney. There was, an, there was an actor once who had some bus ads in North Hollywood. Oh. No. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is like drumming up his own business? Well, like, you know, like Dennis Woodruff, the actor with the car, his name all over it. And You never seen that guy? He's got a paper mache car that changes all the time. I'm sure he's still around. No. Yeah, yeah. People have put him in movies. and I mean, he's been around since the 80s like, and uh, 90s. like Radio Man in New York? Like the, ex, the extra who's always in all the stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Something like that. Okay. So this guy had, I want to say, I'm, Steve Mozina is... We have to Google that, but that's what's <laughs> popping in my mind. He had bench ads in North Hollywood, and I tried to uh, cast him in a commercial. Same with Dennis Woodruff. I tried to cast in a commercial, and they were both too busy. They had to go to the printers and get their flyers made. Like They're too busy doing their own little hustle. They're too busy promoting themselves as actors to actually act in a job oh. I was given. Because I just wanted to hire the guy because he was on a bench that's ad near my house. Quiet. Yeah. Too busy pretending to be an actor to actually act. Actually, yes. <laughs> crazy right <laughs> well yeah but doesn't that say something about los angeles well it's like a- angelina what is she famous for angeline angeline she yeah. drives a pink corvette i don't never seen her in anything does she have an imdb and i'm I, not knocking her no, I'm sure I, she's a lovely so. woman. I think she's famous for being famous when i was a uh, uh, I think get shorty and i think of all those movies just any la movie had uh you know the angeline poster or the billboard in it 
and they would kind of oh from that and come down. And then when I moved out Says here, Hollywood. Yeah, and I talk. Oh, I just saw somebody in a pink court. He's like, oh, that was Angeline. I'm like, from the that's a real. This is a real thing that happens. These somebody just drives around. I didn't know that. So you brought her up. What does she do? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> she just drives example. around. But wait, how do we? What was it? Oh, Jack Hanna. Jack Hanna is the zoo director in Columbus. Yes. And uh, Jack Hanna. Director emeritus. Correct. And he would always go on David Letterman with an armadillo, with a. Um, this is Mrs. Ryan's favorite segment, just so you know. Oh, really? What do we Jack, call it? The Jack Hanna animal segments were her absolute it's favorite. So oh, oh, I thought you meant this, uh, talking about Jack Hanna, like this yeah, is a regular this, feature of your this show. Is the that segment we call <laughs> Jack Hanna stories. First of all, he and his wife Susie are the nicest people in the world. I love and, hearing that. And Susie knows everything about animals. <laughs> I'm not saying Jack Hanna doesn't, but I know his wife is an animal expert. And you know, for the for your viewers, you know, Jack Hanna was sort of the Joan Embry of the Letterman show, and he was kind of bumbling, and he was always funny, and uh, Dan you know, always knew more about what was going on than than Jack did. It seemed. And, and, and I'm sure it's a shtick. Fun. Yeah, I think it's a, sh- a shtick. So Jack Hanna's in the audience, and I'm doing stand-up. But having grown up in Ohio, and I was back there for a gig, like at the Ramada Inn or something. <laughs> Bananas. First boom. Oh, I First see. boom. That's right, the 80s. First boom, 80s, a lot of hotels putting a vinyl banner <laughs> up in the bar when to you, make it a comedy club. When you mentioned the basement, that's what I was picturing. Holiday Inn on Route 9 in Poughkeepsie. Yeah. And Bananas comedy yeah. club. Bananas was a hard gig to get booked in you're serious you remember bananas. yeah i remember bananas treehouse comedy club i remember treehouse yeah down in connecticut so uh jack hand is in the audience and i'm you know uh shooting the breeze i'm doing a little crowd work a little kibitzing right and he invites me after the show come to the zoo and get a tour oh, wow. and then i performed at the zoo's christmas party because i was in town and then we just kept up a, a friendship and then I was, I'm back in Los Angeles. I'm living in Los Angeles at this time, right? But I'd flown back to Ohio for a series of hell gigs. <laughs> so Jack calls me up. Hey, Jordan. Jordan, listen. I, I can't make my flight, but I already shipped the animals. <gasps> Can you go to Flying Tigers, which is a like freight airline? The name of it. <laughs> Can you go to Flying Tigers and, and, and pick up the animals? It's just three animals, and I'll be out there tomorrow, and it just meet me at ABC because I'm doing the LA Morning Show, and I want, it, it really helped me out. And I'm like, Jack, whatever you need. Sure. So I, I drove a Yugo at the time. Your car people will know. That was like a, a Fiat with a Soviet block. <laughs> you have no idea. They all know because they're back. The, the Yugo is back? I'm not, I, this is a sidebar for, for later, but I know at least three people who have just recently bought and either are restoring or taking to car shows, Yugos. Well, and they're not the only ones. That's the car that's out right now. That's the hot, like a late car, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, they're tracing back all that old stuff. My Yugo was uh, five speed. Mm-hmm. No four air. Speed. What's that? Five speed, four speed. Oh, maybe it was a four speed. Yeah. No air conditioning, because that would be like a kick in the nuts, right? <laughs> you wouldn't have had the power for the AC. So I, ha- I remember having to do a gig in San Diego at the Improv, and I was going to drive down the couple hours in the summer. And I said, you know what? I need a sunroof. So I go to Sears. It's where America shops. I get the, I get the uh, uh, circular saw, yep. and I just cut. The entire roof, oh, like a, almost like a sardine can. <laughs> yep. And I left, there was a crossbar that for oh, stability. Yeah, I left Dude, that and I wrapped safety. it in 
duct tape and whatnot, and then just went. And then like three or four days later, I bought a tarp and I Velcroed it. The one thing I learned is I had to make a duct tape spoiler on the top of the windshield because the air would up and over and in. Yeah, and it would buffeting. They call it buffeting. Buffeting. It would buffet. And when I when I got rid of the car like a year or two later, I gave it to this like cars for kids or you know some one of those vocational not like a vocational school will do whatever work on them, and they give the money. It's going to go towards learning. Yes. It, I actually got – I think I increased the blue book value of the car by cutting <laughs> off the roof because I got a, a well, tax – a custom job. I got a tax donation credit <laughs> worth more than what oh I put into the car. And oh I think gosh. I financed a Yugo. Oh, that's amazing. That was kind of a tycoon. Um, so I, I take my Yugo and I go to Flying Tigers, right? And Jack is like it, – it's an African spring hair, which is like a little Tasmanian critter, devil, yeah. a little critter. It, there's Tasmanian. We've had, we've had you're not. We've had one on the show. You've had an African spring hair on the show with that, Randy Carlson. Randy, bug your butt. I think you'd want to go with the ghost pepper if you were going to eat an African spring hair. It was stuffed, but it was a little character buddy that somebody. Oh, brought oh, up. it wasn't alive. No, it was taxidermied. Yeah. But it was. It was that. It was the spring That's hair. a small world that an African spring hair has been in. Yeah. So there's that. There was another critter, like gopher-like critter, a mammal, and then this Tupperware container with oh. African millipedes. So I highly take, poisonous. I highly poisonous, <laughs> but I don't know that. Oh, gosh. So I take them back to my little studio apartment in Hollywood. This is. Awful. I let the spring hair run around because it's all freaky. Yeah. And they I got kind that of weird tail too. cajole it back in the cage with a golf club. You know, I had a nine iron or something. I didn't hurt it by any stretch. I was just like, Four. you know, kind of shepherd it. Yeah. And uh, I go to I go to ABC and Prospect. You know, in where is that? Like Los Feliz. ABC. Yeah. ABC. I go to ABC. So Jack's like, going to do the morning show. George, thank you so much. Oh man. And I go. Well, here's the spring hair. It's like in a doggy cage. Here's the gopher thing. And then I hand him the Tupperware, and he goes, oh, you – and he shakes it, and it's just ra- – it's like a rattle. Oh, my God. He goes, you, did, you didn't give him any air? Oh. And I go, I, I didn't know. I just in, – in hindsight, it's very stupid of me to think that uh, I don't, they were staying fresh. I don't feel that anyone – you got looped into this. Yeah. <laughs> so we, he opened it up, and they were just brittle – they look like long pieces of rope. They're kind of thick. And he goes, it's probably better you didn't because you touch them, they're highly poisonous. So he put them aside and talked dead, about the though, other. Right? They were dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah they crispy. Were as, yeah, sure. They were dead as dead can get. Oh, my goodness gracious. This <laughs> is Ryan's laughing and snorting. I wonder how many times that's happened to him. I can't help it. <laughs> and you're friends with Jack Hanna now. Correct. I mean, that's yes. amazing. Yes. To me, he's just such a warm I, I don't know the man, but I mean, just seeing him all the years, he just nice seems like such a, you know, any animal lover generally. Yeah, nice as can be. Pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and his wife knows as much, if not combination more. Combination <laughs> of thing, animal things. <laughs> uh, right before we started the show, and we think about wrapping it up, but uh, uh, you mentioned Jerry Lewis because you saw what I was doing yes! here. And can you tell me about that? Because I don't know this reference, and I loved Jerry Lewis. I love Martin and Lewis. I love, I love all of the stuff. My dad was a huge comedy fan, and he was from an older generation. Mm-hmm. So I got all of that stuff from him. Abbott and Costello, all of that came from there. It's interesting because some I grew up loving and wanting to be like Steve Martin – 
which was a silly, free zany. kind of zany comedy, yeah. Madcap, yep. which I thought was a, a it was kind of the, the first meta comedian because he was making fun of being a comedian like even hey i've got happy feet and let's get small and- <laughs> even from the arrow to the fly dini i mean it was all kind of making fun of what we do yes like pulling the curtain back absolutely i mean fly dini i i i think he did he only ever do that on the tonight show i only ever saw it on the car the famous yeah. carson clip yeah you remember that one where he's got i, can't, I don't want to give he's away how he black- does it yeah he's in a tuxedo <laughs> and he's got yeah Awesome stuff I've happening. I've seen that bit. So clever, so and creative. And I, I loved how Steve Martin would always... In fact, I never want to meet him because I'm afraid, you know, what yep. they say. Uh, I loved how every appearance on a talk show, he came up with a special bit. And like Bill Murray on Letterman would Both always have a yep. bit mm-hmm. that was just for that show. Yep. Okay? They did the work. They put in the work for the For appearance. the appearance. Uh, and I, you know who else does that? Paul Rudd does that now. Oh, very much on Conan, especially. Yeah, when they With show that the clip, clip of the, the Mac, Mac and me, <laughs> your favorite. I love that. <laughs> it's her favorite. That one's inside baseball for her. <laughs> Comedian Rory Scovel is a favorite. Okay, and yeah. he on Conan has done some very special things as well. Shout out. To uh, doing stand up or panel or uh, stand up like he and I want to say it was John Daly. I may be getting that wrong, but they. Conan said how he mistakenly booked two people at the same time. So they both came out and did their stand-up at the same time, talking at the same time. It's a great clip. Whoa. It's a great – got Doing different material but both yes. delivering it at the same time. But it's it's promise. not happenstance. Like it's it's kind of aligned. Is it sort of a uh, – It's uh, orchestrated, I should say. Oh, okay. It's I see. It's, it's deftly planned. Well, there's the two brothers. Uh, the Sklar brothers, yeah. Not the Sklar brothers. Yeah. I love the Sklar brothers, but different brothers. They're twins. Yes. Also, these guys, I believe, are also twins. Slightly darker skin than the Sklar oh, brothers. Oh, yeah. And um, they're shorter glasses. Sure. So funny. Yeah, they're very funny. I can't think funny. of their names. I'm it's another brother set. They're on Conan, too. You know why you can't think of their names? Because they're black and you're a racist. And I just wanted to... It's really why I came on the show is to call you out on that. Well... We had a good run. Yeah, good. I'm leaving. <laughs> no, I, I can now. I visualize those two guys because they had an HBO show that I would watch. Maybe that's what I'm yeah. thinking of. But anyway, they were on Conan too. Sorry to take your thing. So, um, and I, you're not a racist. He's not a racist. I swear. I, I love everybody. No. I truly. Uh, Jerry Lewis. Because I never Some, knew him to even do a desk and talk, a desk and chairs show. I never even saw. I'm it. sure one of your viewers is going to fact check me on this, but. Jerry Lewis had the desk, had a talk show. It's probably in the '60s, and his controller was under the desk, and he could take camera one, camera two, camera three. It's probably of what four camera show, mm-hmm. and that he knew as he was talking to the guest, just his hand under the desk would because he was such a control freak. Because he was he a control would, freak. <laughs> he was like whoever was cutting, whoever was directing the show. Jerry apparently knew better. Yeah. And that was kind of his – I think that was sort of how, who Jerry was. Well, and, and aside from the behind-the-scenes shenanigans, like there are people my age and older that love Jerry Lewis and just like it cracks them up to go, hey, lady. Yeah, me too. And, <laughs> and, I, and the reason I brought up Steve Martin is because I remember showing my boys the jerk oh, when so they were like 10 or 12. Did they get it? And, and, they, and I'm laughing. I'm like, he the, – he thinks the cans are exploding, and, he hates and these it's cans. it's Stay a guy it's cans. a guy with a rifle, and, yep. and they're like, "Yeah, Dad, we get it. <laughs> it's not <laughs> funny. there's cans over here too." 
And to me, I would just laugh and laugh. And they're like, nah, not good. The optograb, none of it? I thought, I, I think I almost every it, yeah. bit of that movie is perfection to me. Com- comedy perfection. Yeah. From, the, from not having rhythm. Speaking of a racist. Yeah. From not having rhythm. <laughs> I was born a poor black child. My wife, who I love dearly, Jeanette, who's a, a disclaimer. Wonderful, wonderful filmmaker in her own right. Oh. Fun fact, she was a choreographer, and she choreographed music videos, and her most famous was uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot's hit, Baby Got Stop Back. Stop it. So I tell her she invented twerking. Yes. <laughs> it's true. And it's true. That was the, I mean, there isn't a lot of choreography, but I mean, uh, to speak of, but that, if I that could, move is the pre-twerk. I like big yeah, butts I'll and do. I cannot lie. Correct. The other fellas can't deny. Yeah. When a girl walks in with an itty bitty thing. Itty bitty waist. Thing, and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Yeah. Wow. You get sprung, which yeah. didn't rhyme any of the previous lyrics. Uh, they so were making a point there. She, we were talking about the jerk the other day. And how the opti grab, you know, was the downfall of Nathan uh, Nathan R. Johnson. Nathan Nathan, Nathan R. Johnson. Nathan R. Johnson. And she goes, <laughs> you know, that might happen to you with the hot sauce. Oh, so delicious! Available online at osodelicious.org. <laughs> the flavor fun pack, flavor seeker fun pack, is the one to get. But so you're going to be cramped up writing 39-cent checks to everybody. For she's, their- well, she goes, you know, someone may get sick. Like, what if you had a bad batch or? Like you gotta gotta watch out for that. Can you just put a disclaimer on there? Ingest at your own risk. Maybe we could. I mean, I wonder if that's even legal. I mean, could you just do that and then you're and you're off the hook? <laughs> yeah. I'm no lawyer, but I mean, it sounds I can't good tell you to me. It's edible, but it looks like hot sauce. I'm going to say that the Ryan's told me to do it. Your Honor, the Ryan said if I put it on the side of the bottle, a disclaimer, I'd be safe. <laughs> we don't want any part of it. Uh, all right. Well, we're out of time, but uh, have you enjoyed this experience? It went by in a flash. This has been so fun. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having I'm me. I'm hoping that you'll come back because I feel like we didn't even get to the talk show stuff. I just had so much fun hanging out with you. Oh, likewise. This is great. And continue to do this show. And uh, yes, I would love to come back. You know, if you want tension, bring me back with Wayne Fetterman. Oh, sure. <laughs> or Chip Chinnery. Like, let's get some tension between us. Oh, yeah. But Wayne is a great comedy professor. There he actually plenty, teaches. There was plenty of tension here when Wayne was here because he is... He gave me a hard time. <laughs> what did he give you a hard time about? No, I mean, he's just, he's really good, and he's Wayne Fetterman, and yeah. he showed up as Wayne Fetterman, and we got what we asked for. <laughs> he teaches, uh, he's an adjunct professor at USC teaching stand-up comedy. Isn't that amazing? And I just went to the graduation show, and uh, it was it was pretty fun to see the students of Fetterman. Uh, how would they compare with uh, the other kids of the same age out there well, how does that, a fetterman compare to a, a, just a regular a fetterman student mm-hmm. uh i i think that the fetterman student had an edge on and i'm it sounds like i'm joking but just mic technique stage presence getting that stand out of the way the mechanics of stand-up because wayne and i agree that you can't teach it's the one thing you can't teach right i don't know yeah you i don't think you could teach someone to be funny but the mechanics of even joke writing you could teach. That's kind of what I yeah. – yeah. And there's a lot of people out there who seem like they just work the mechanics. Yeah. I, I mean, I love sitting with a non-comedy writer, comedian person, 
and calling out. It's annoying, but calling out the punchline as soon as the setup comes up. Sure, because you can see it coming. Because you go, oh, right. Hubble telescope. That one. Like, what do you mean? I go, because hey, the setup is. Link, the link. Yeah, Trump Giuliani Hubble telescope. That's the natural. Says. So that made <laughs> natural, no sense. Natural progression. Yeah. Comedy math. That's how it goes. Word math. All right. Well, you're going to come back sometime. I'm going to come back. All right. You know what we're going to talk about next time? Can't. No. What? Can't wait. Commercial directing boot camp. Yeah, I want to find out why you dumped comedy and got into directing and all this other stuff, too. I mean, that's a pretty big... All right, next time. That, that's next time. Uh, Mrs. Ryan, I've got the wrong cards here, but what do we have tomorrow? Martina's coming tomorrow. Oh, Martina Kwan, a yeah. female race car driver. Very yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Porsche race car driver, too. And a friend of ours. It's good stuff. Where do they race in California? Oh, you got to wrap race, up. I there's racetracks all over the place. There, I mean, there are so many racetracks. Uh, Mrs. Ryan, I love you so much. We love you very much, Jordan. You, you know what? Do you play clips? Yeah. In the show? Yeah. I mean, we watched your uh, during the commercial your uh, your oh, for the hot sauce. For the hot sauce. Oh, that my son Bench directed, and Jake was in the bear suit and everything. All oh, wonderful. Seconds of it. I just did a commercial. Can I just tell Please, you something real? Because I think this is like of all the bullshit that I've been spewing. Your viewers may appreciate this. So I got a call the week before Thanksgiving because I work a lot with Dodge and Goldberg, the wrestler, you know, from Mopar guy. Yeah. Yeah. The old classic stuff, the 60s and the muscle cars. Oh, he has a uh, like a a challenger in his garage. Um, He's got a bunch of stuff. He's on those. They're in they're in um, like these bubble like balloon houses that keep them temperature controlled. So rats don't eat the. Ignition, all the harnesses, and yeah, and everything, yeah. And that's a legitimate super, thing. He's, he's a super he's nice guy. Yeah, super nice guy. We shot Dodge commercials for this uh, Dodge horsepower challenge where they're giving away five Hellcat SRT Ooh. red eyes. Uh, I'm not allowed to say the horsepower because it wasn't official. And we I were debating, that, yeah. but it's um, it's up there. It's over. It's over 843. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. That's high. And it was crazy. So um, Samuel, I would have to check my Instagram. What is Samuel's last name? He Holbert? Holbert? He's a stunt driver for 30 years. The nicest guy who did stunts for the uh, Ford versus Ferrari. And we had him. We were on an airstrip in the middle of Texas, Bandera, Texas. Coincidentally, at a uh, Warrior's Heart, like a... um, like a facility for no, a facility for veterans and first responders fighting drug abuse, PTSD. Oh, wow. Warrior's Heart is called, and it just it was just uh, you know kismet that we found this place and got to learn about what they're doing. And Goldberg and the stunt driver there, and we have a camera car. It's the car with the. It's like it's usually a Porsche. Do you say Porsche or Porsche? Porsche. Porsche. Mm-hmm. It's usually a Porsche SUV. With a with crane the, on top. The Russian ultimate arm. The Russian ultimate arm. The edge arm is another Pursuit, one. Uh, Pursuit. Pursuit. You know all those. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we worked together on some of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so what's, what was fun was it's fun to be in that car as a director because it's really the team coordinating. Yeah. And this guy did, the first time I shot one of these, he's driving, he pulls a lever or something. I'm not a car guy. And he goes, <laughs> and did a 360 and then kept going. Mm-hmm. And it's in the commercial. That's the best. It aired two days later on Thanksgiving. A Thanksgiving commercial? Wow. Yeah. And it was oh, just for Thanksgiving. Just Goldberg saying, happy Thanksgiving. That's awesome. It's crazy. This is, this is different now. That's awesome. We love you, Jordan. We love you. Come back again soon. I love uh, you both. We love everybody love at home. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, Martina Kwan. 
Yeah. Love you, Mr. Ryan. Everybody Bravo. Else, feel it. Do we clap? <laughs> <laughs>